contract negotiations between Adventist Health and Blue Shield of California break down. Residents at Northwestern Medicine announce they plan to unionize. And a new study finds that the number of FDA drug manufacturer inspections dropped sharply after the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. It's Thursday, December 7th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. Adventist Health Hospitals are no longer considered in-network for Blue Shield of California members after contract negotiations between the two organizations failed. Roseville, California-based Adventist Health is a nonprofit health system with 26 hospitals and 400 care sites across California, Oregon, and Hawaii. Blue Shield of California, a nonprofit payer based in Oakland, is the third largest health insurer in California with around 4.8 million members. According to statements from both organizations, the two parties have been in contract negotiations over the last year. However, those talks ultimately broke down, meaning that as of last Friday, the 17 California-based Adventist hospitals are no longer in Blue Shield's provider network. Adventist said in its statement that it was disappointed that it was unable to reach what it said was a fair agreement with a health insurer over the last 11 months. And Blue Shield said in its respective statement that while it had been negotiating in good faith with the health system, Adventist's requests did not make a new contract possible. Both groups emphasized that the situation is still evolving. Some Blue Shield members may be eligible to receive care from Adventist for a period of time as a continuity of care service, including patients who are receiving care for a chronic or terminal illness, have a scheduled procedure, or are scheduled to deliver a baby at an Adventist facility. Residents and fellows at Northwestern Medicine are the latest cohort of physicians seeking to unionize. Nearly 1,300 house staff at McGaw Medical Center of Northwestern University in Chicago announced their efforts to unionize with the Committee of Interns and Residents, which is part of the Service Employees International Union, or SEIU. The residents filed their petition with the National Labor Relations Board on December 1st and are requesting voluntary recognition of their union from their employer. In a statement from the Committee of Interns and Residents, the Northwestern residents say that they typically work more than 80 hours per week and that unionizing will allow them to improve residency conditions as well as conditions for patients. A Northwestern spokesperson told Beckers that the institution had received the petition and is currently reviewing it. If Northwestern's residents are successful in their efforts, they would be represented by the nation's largest house staff union. The Committee of Interns and Residents currently represents more than 30,000 physicians and fellows, including those at Elmhurst Hospital in Queens, New York, who went on strike for five days in May. There was a sizable decline in the number of safety inspections of drug manufacturers conducted by the Food and Drug Administration since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. That's according to a new study published in the December issue of Health Affairs. 
Duke University and University of Maryland researchers looked at data on inspections performed by the FDA Office of Regulatory Affairs over a 10-year period between 2012 and 2022 and observed steep declines in both domestic and foreign safety inspections in 2020, the onset of the pandemic. The agency announced at that time that it would reduce its inspection activities, postponing all surveillance inspections, both in the United States and abroad, in order to focus on inspections with the highest public health benefit to Americans. The study found a 79% decrease in inspections of overseas facilities and a 35% drop in the number of inspections of domestic facilities in 2022 compared to 2019. However, the researchers noted that there was not a corresponding reduction in either drug manufacturing or imports during that time period. They also found that citations rose dramatically. An FDA spokesperson said in a statement that, quote, the American public should rest assured that the drugs they rely on are high quality, safe, and effective, end quote, and went on to say that protecting patients is the FDA's highest priority. Concerns linger, however, over the quality and safety of drugs on the U.S. market today. The researchers wrote that inspections that were conducted during the pandemic, both domestic and foreign, are pre-announced, allowing what they called bad actor firms to hide quality issues. The FDA has also faced scrutiny from federal agencies and congressional lawmakers over its handling of inspections at foreign pharmaceutical plants. This summer, the House Energy and Commerce Committee sent a letter to FDA Commissioner Robert Califf demanding more information from the agency regarding the effectiveness of its foreign drug inspection program, namely in India and China, which manufacture a significant portion of medicines for the U.S. market, including generics. However, plants in those countries have repeatedly had to address quality issues stemming from their inspections, which have, in turn, played a role in ongoing drug shortages in the United States. For example, a shortage of chemotherapy drugs as platin is linked to the temporary closure of an India-based drug manufacturing facility owned by Intus Pharmaceuticals. The closure stemmed from an FDA inspection last year that found that workers had allegedly shredded sensitive quality control documents, which led to extra testing of cancer drugs, including cisplatin, methotrexate, and carboplatin. This is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The GIST Healthcare podcast is an independent production of GIST Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.